Welcome to the Beyond the Easy podcast with your host, Natasha Stevens. When she isn't speaking herself, you'll hear from some of the globe's most unique and powerful people who have pushed past perceived limitations and are exceeding societal expectations. Our niche is simple, people. Our dynamic guests share their stories filled with content that synergistically bridges the divide between us and them. And we're inviting you in. We are a blended tribe. Thanks for tuning in and catching the subscribe vibe. Skin, brown, black, yellow, red, white. So many different colors of skin. And yet, um, this is a difficult mini episode to lead into our next one. In my travels throughout the recording of this podcast, I have met some of the most incredible people ever. And about a month ago, I was seated with a young lady um, who likewise was getting a mani-pedi and we started to talk and I told her how beautiful her skin was. It was the most beautiful, smooth, chocolatey color I have ever seen. And when I told her that, she looked at me in tears and she said, no, my skin is ugly. I wish that I had your skin. I've tried bleaching products. I've tried skin lighteners and nothing seems to work. I've never wanted to be dark skinned or brown skinned. I've always wanted to be light skinned. And I just couldn't believe it. And I looked at her and I said, well, you should see me in winter when I'm yellow. I've always wanted to be your complexion. You get the not black enough to be black, not white enough to be white, not brown enough to be Latina or Latino. And we talked for a really long time. And I asked her how long had she felt that way. And she said since she was a little girl. And that resonated with me so much because I said, why is it that we want to be another skin color? Why is the color that's already on our skin not enough? Is it something that we heard from an external force that says light skin is better, brown skin is better? And now with the push for equality, a lot of influencers that are not light-skinned or that do not pass the brown paper bag test are getting looked over because they aren't black enough for corporations to prove that they are inclusive. About a week later, I ran into another girl who, in my estimation and looking at her, I thought that she was Latina. And she asked me, who did your hair? I want my hair like your hair. As a matter of fact, I have locks at home and I want to put them in my hair, but I'm afraid. I put my things down and I walked over to her and I said, what are you afraid of? She said, look at my skin. I look totally white. I would look stupid walking around here with locks in my hair. 
Because locks aren't for white people. Locks are for black people. And you know what really hurts? And I said, what? She said, I'm not even Latina. I'm half black and half white. And in my estimation, I would be misappropriating the culture if I put locks in my hair because my skin is light, but I'm I'm black. You can look at my driver's license. You can look at my parents. I know it doesn't look like it, but I am black. And she was literally afraid to get her hair the way that she wanted it because of public perception. And that really bothered me. So we talked for a while and I asked her not to allow that to stop her from being who she was. But she was afraid of the attacks. She was afraid of how people would look at her. She was afraid of how she would be perceived within her own family as well as the general public. So where does this fear of perception of other people's opinions come from? Sit with that for a moment. We see things that fly around on social media all the time. Be you, be authentic, do you. But do we allow people that space for real? Do we give people that grace, truly give them the grace to be whatever they want to be? And why should my goddaughter, who is three races, have to claim any of those? Well, if you have one block, one drop of black blood in you, it said, you're black. But what if she doesn't want to be black? What if she wants to be Mexican in this Latinx heritage month? What if she wants to be white? And what if she doesn't want to be all three? What if she just wants to be a beautiful, strong, intelligent, wise little girl who is going to turn into a phenomenal woman? We do a lot of damage to each other unbeknownst to us in the moment because we move through emotions. We move through what's trending. We move through, let me just touch you on the surface. If I can get you in your surface emotions, I don't have to do anything. You'll just keep coming back because I'll keep feeding that one thing that bothers you until you agree with it, agree with it, agree with it. And then you start running this victim story. It starts as one line and then it keeps going. So my question to you as we talk about this heel series and we get deeper into it, whose storyline are you running through your life? Is it yours? And how do you know? Did someone impose that on you? Go all the way back. Trace it all the way back and find out if your story is your story or an amalgamation of stories that others have placed upon you, subconsciously or consciously, and consciously yours. This is Natasha Stevens Speaks. Great day to you, Natasha. Poetic flow here. Wanted to chime in on your skin, which one is in podcast. I listened to it, and I believe it wholeheartedly that growing up, what was perceived, what was told to us, the words the images and all of that are deep-rooted in our subconscious mind. And as we get older, that subconscious mind plays out in our reality. And if we can get to a point where we can retrain our subconscious mind to essentially 
uh, decline and deny all of those things that we were told and truly uh, get to a point where we authentically, as you stated, live in our truth and how we feel and don't care about what the outside world thinks, then we will be good.